Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to So I Married a Movie Geek, the reboot. That's right. We're back. We're back from the dead. Yay! I almost immediately regret this decision. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying that, and I'm like, I mean, I haven't really, like, put any money into this, or... Yeah, minus the microphones and, you know... The lost sleep. You <laughs> the, never get that back. The lost sleep. Are you already complaining about watching movies? No. For those of you who are unaware, this is my movie geek husband. His name is Justin Winters. Say hi, Justin. Hi, guys. He's What's a, up? He's a super cool guy, and he likes movies a lot. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> he's swell. And this is Chrissy McQueen. She's in the closet with me talking about movies. Literally in the closet, y'all. We are in a closet in our house because apparently good for the acoustics. So you're welcome, America. This guy might have been lying. Like he was like, if you want to do podcasts, do it in the closet because that's where the acoustics are. And right now, this guy, wherever he is, is sitting and laughing his ass off that we are sitting. That my six foot six tall husband has his knees up under his chin, holding the microphone between his knees. It's kind of nice, by the way. Good visual. And. We're just doing the podcast in the closet. It's a nice closet. It is. There's nothing in it. So for those of you who are new to the show, which is probably all of you since we haven't recorded an episode in approximately three years. Three years. Three long years. By the way, we now have a three-year-old, so do the math. But And a 10-month-old. Oh, yeah. The 10-month-old, too. Lest, lest we not forget. The concept of this podcast is quite simple. There are about a gajillion movies that Justin has seen that I haven't. So this is the journey <laughs> with uh, a fair share of coffee and or wine and sometimes a little Percocet. I was thinking Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Is that the name of the show? Yeah. On Netflix? Uh-huh. It's a great show. Yes. Imagine if that is Chrissy and she has emerged from the... <laughs> from the bunker? The bunker. And she's like, what's a movie? I am the Kimmy Schmidt of movies. There you go. What an auspicious title. Mm. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> this is why I married this man, folks. Well, I love that show and I love you. So, Aw, yeah. that worked out. Thanks. Plug. I had a friend once tell me that she reminded me of Kimmy Schmidt. I'm not I sure am. if that was a compliment or... Like a backhanded compliment, like, oh, I love you. You remind me of Kimmy Schmidt, or <laughs> you remind me of that girl, Kimmy Schmidt. Like, I couldn't quite tell, but either way, I said thank you. We both. Sure. <laughs> I mean, take it at its face value, kids. So this week, we decided to come at you with a bang because, you know, we're coming right out of the starting gate, guns a blazing. <laughs> so we watched three movies. Exactly. Three, three movies, again. Chrissy has seen none of these movies before. All new to her. We watched three movies, and it took us two weeks <laughs> to watch the three movies. Maybe not that long, but it definitely if did. Anyone take us has a week. listened to a previous podcast of ours, they know that one of the main themes of the podcast is Chrissy falling asleep during movies. I have a really hard time. It's just I get so tired at the end of the day. I work. I have two kids. It's hard. This this was going on before. We started this podcast in like 2009 and there were no kids. <laughs> Chrissy was, I mean, it could be called So I Married a Narcoleptic. It's... I mean, maybe you did marry a narcoleptic. Maybe I've gone undiagnosed this whole time and there is a doctor out there in <sighs> podcast land. He's listening right now or she. And they've decided, I'm going to help this poor woman. We're going to f- officially diagnose her with narcolepsy. It seems to only happen with movies, though. Like, you, you have me watch The People versus O.J. Simpson all night long, and I'm not falling asleep during that. You give me Batman, and I'm like, <sighs> in 10 minutes. 
So we okay. So we watched three movies. The the new movie was Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and the old movies were Bat 1989's Batman, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, and the original Superman the movie with Christopher Reeve. I would just like to take a second to notice with what aplomb Justin gave the movie title of Batman v Superman, not vs and not versus, by the way, but v. Did you notice the aplomb, folks? Because I think he was real excited about that one. I mean, it was depressing. <laughs> oh, no. Way to give away your review up front. But yeah, I can tell your excitement is palpable over there in that <laughs> corner of the closet. Well, it's what did you think, Chrissy? As someone who didn't watch Man of Steel, mm-hmm. as someone who hadn't seen any Batman Oh, no, you watched the, like, the Christian Bale Batmans. I watched the Christian Bale Batmans. The Well, wait. I saw the one with our dearly departed Heath Ledger. I never saw the one with Katie Holmes. No, I know you're looking at me now like I have three heads, but... We did. We watched it for the podcast. No, we didn't. Go back and look. Did we? Batman Begins. That's on our podcast list? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, old me. Sorry, old listeners, but I don't remember. Okay, so you watched... <laughs> you, you basically watched all three of those. Sure. So what did you think of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? Well, <laughs> okay. So right up front, I see that Christopher Nolan has been involved with this project because his name is in the opening credits. So I kind of had somewhat high hopes based on that, but my enthusiasm was tempered by your less than awesome review because you saw it first before me. So you saw it with me for the second time. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you, I don't know if hate is the right word, but you just grossly disliked it i had a chip on my shoulder going into this movie i thought oh this is not gonna be good because justin said it sucked oh man i colored your opinion you did but then when i saw chris nolan was was a part of it i went well i mean how bad could it be inception we're talking about which was fabulous and the batman movies that i saw that he did or that i remember weren't bad minus the (laughs) work of christian bale which you know I mean, hard to top that. So I, I was hoping for good things. I, I didn't get good things. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't understand just from the get-go, and I said this before I saw, I said this before the first trailer came out, when you told me they were coming up with a concept for this movie. Why would you pit two amazing, arguably amazing, superheroes against each other? They're both for good. They stand for good things. Man helping man, alien helping man. Why? I don't understand. Why? Why can't they work together? Well, you saw the movie. They're not, that really wasn't. Like, these are not re- really recognizable Batman. It just doesn't. It's not the Batman I know. Like I, I like Ben Affleck in, in the movie, but he was kind of a psychopath, though. Yeah, he was. I don't, I don't. But he does like, a serviceable performance as a psychopath. Yeah, like it's it's interesting. It's a different look. The Superman just I just can't get behind. It's just he's really mopey. He Henry Cavill not very heroic. This Superman, the character of Superman. Oh, so not the actor. You were fine with the actor's performance. He's I, he's nothing special. I mean, he was in the Tudors, so he gets a pass <gasps> for me. Was he? I believe so. Who do you play? I don't remember. Okay. It's been a while, but I remember loving the show. So yeah, uh, so Batman is like a psychopath who like he like straight up murders some people s- several times, <laughs> like with guns. I'm like, damn! Like when when did this Batman get so you know gun happy? Extremely violent and a- angry, really angry. I have to admit, you're absolutely right. Being that I had just seen Michael Keaton's performance, which we'll get into. Just prior to seeing Batman v Superman, I have to admit, my mind was in a certain place. So here comes Ben Affleck wearing like, I don't know, 400 pounds of railroad on him in terms of like the amount of steel. And he's like, just fucking shit up like left and right. And he's like, Superman. And I'm like, why is he so angsty? I don't understand this Batman. What happened? His parents died. I know. They hit us over the head with that a few times. And then I thought, is this what happens if your parents die? Like, 
I don't mean to be like funny or to shed light on what is an arguably very serious situation, but if heaven forbid something happened to you or I, is this what Camden is going to do? Our 10 month old? Is he going to grow up and just like fuck shit up? Like, is that what's going to happen? I don't understand. Now, is it like faint praise to be that, to say that Ben Affleck was the least shitty of the shit pile of the movie? (laughs) No. Is it sad? Is this sad Affleck thing just really depressing or do you think he deserves it? I I love the sad Affleck meme. It's kind of one of my favorite things. When that came out even prior to seeing the actual movie, that made me want to see the movie more than the trailers, if that tells you anything. Sad Affleck meme made me want to watch this movie with you. So, okay, so you liked Affleck. Yes. What do you think of Superman? He's, I mean, he's he's pretty. He is pretty. He's pretty to look at. Um, did I mention he's pretty? Because he's pretty. I, yeah. I mean, here's the he's thing. He's a bit of a sociopath in this movie. Yeah, he is a bit of a sociopath. Psychopath versus sociopath. <laughs> Don't don't of shit pile. <laughs> um, you know, it's the second he started beaming off into what looked like outer space because he can fly so fast, even faster than the original Superman, who, by the way, we'll get into his flying skills in a few minutes. I thought to myself, I mean, really, is there even a contest before they had even done battle? I was like, this is like a peon challenging Goliath and then saying, oh, look, I'm going to win. But, you know, come on, Goliath has to win every time. So, you know, it was a little surprising considering how the story went and what ended up happening towards the end, which I don't want to give away. Superman also straight up murders people just like. (laughs) Yeah, people are disposable. This this whole nine eleven thing that we've seen twice, he straight up murders, you know, thousands of people inadvertently, and then in this movie. So here, do you want so to explain the nine eleven thing, by the way, because people are hearing this going the nine eleven thing. Well, there's a, like an homage to nine eleven, where in the first movie, he got into a huge fight with General Zod, which was like the main enemy in the first movie, and they took some buildings down in damage while fighting. So it's buildings falling down everywhere. And that pissed Batman off. Ben Affleck, ben Affleck was like, fuck Superman. He's Batman like, no like. He saved that little girl and he looked up in the sky and he's like, I'm going to murder. I'm going to straight up murder you. No, wait, his voice thing. I can't even do it. It's so weird. <laughs> the bat coder thing, whatever that... I mean, Voice it wasn't box. like Tom Hardy going. <laughs> Nothing is worse than that. So I'll still take weird Ben Affleck voicing Batman as opposed no, to Tom so Hardy. He's the, he was the best of uh, the worst. Um, Henry Cavill. So here, the second time I watched the movie, I, I realized this scene where I'm just like, fuck, like, screw the Superman. Like, the Superman sucks. Like, as a as a kid that, you know, Superman was like. A really big thing like he, he was a really uh important cultural figure that kind of represented the goodness hey i had a superman shirt when i was four i dig so you didn't see like this was like basically taking a crap on, on the idea of superman <laughs> basically the scene was uh when the the infamous i mean i hope if people are listening this long they've seen this movie uh, if we haven't already turned you off in the last yeah, 10 minutes of this podcast. People, yeah. People are falling asleep. Now's the time. Our iTunes critics. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that. Now there's now's the time to I guess mute everything as we talk about spoilers, but you know, carry on. So, for some reason, uh Lex Luthor straight up blows up Congress or, or like a congressional hearing with Superman in the building. And when it explodes and like everyone is again murdered because that's what that then the Superman both like to do. It's his face. He was like, he like dropped, like turned mopey. He's like, wah, wah, wah. So what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just talk for a second about how, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I couldn't help but feel that he was feeling like he was giving the Heath Ledger performance of his career. Because let's be honest, when Heath Ledger did uh, The Joker, obviously everybody knows that was career turning. It was amazing. I mean, posthumously winning a lot of awards. 
I got the feeling that Jesse Eisberg was giving this performance as Lex Luthor and thinking, this is it. Like, this is going to win me all the monies, all the prizes, all the awards, all the ladies. Like, There's this, no way. I think he took himself seriously. <laughs> Justin's rolling his eyes. But he had this, like, nervous, like... <laughs> That's just it. I think that, like, he got probably method with it, and I really don't know it's if he did. Like a, but all like a... Like, what was wrong with I think with that this? was a like, choice. No, but what... The character, what was... Like, what was going on with him? Like... I don't know, but I think he thought he was doing genius work. I think that's what so he thought. You're talking about the actor, but I'm talking about the movie and the character. Yeah. Of oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It was a hot mess. <laughs> it's like carrot top in some. Places. He was. Oh my god, that is the perfect way to describe it. It's like carrot top introducing the two of them, and they're like, he's like, oh, look over here, we've got, we've got, we've got Bruce Wayne, and he's meeting with. I almost said Dean Kane. <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, let's, just, let's just pretend it was Dean Cain. By the way, in my heart, Superman Batman will always v. Dean be Dean Cain. <laughs> and Terry Hatcher will always, always be Lois Lane. So, so as the person that just recently watched it for the first time, explain to me why, what was Lex Luthor's beef with both of them? Like, what was his plan? To this day, I don't really understand what? It's because it was incomprehensible. Okay, I'm so glad you say that because I was like, I mean, I know I fell asleep a few times, like, but it was just you know, I, number one, it was long, like it was 25 long. hours long, like literally. I know I fell asleep a few times, but it was still like are, I drank still a happening? lot of beer before I watched this movie for the first time, and I instantly regretted. I was like, <laughs> this is a dirge of a movie. I'm like, this makes no sense. That this was is, a bad choice. This is depressing. This is not fun. This is not Batman or Superman. It's This is two overpaid actors wearing a lot of spandex and a lot of fake armor and they're yelling at each other through gritted teeth. Dark. Just, yeah, just yeah, the yeah, look yeah. of it. I was just yeah, it was like dark. So dark. Darkness, no parents. <laughs> Maybe we prefer our superhero films to be a little lighter. I just want to be able to see. I feel like such an old person. I'm like, oh, no. turn on. Turn on the lights. This is what doing kids is having kids has done to you, Justin. <laughs> Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. I want a lighter superhero film. I don't get to get out to the theater that much, so pick yourself up by your bootstraps, <laughs> Batman. I know you lost your parents, and but get over it. He was, an, and they were both idiots. They were both. They idiots. made a lot of stupid choices. I mean, you 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 mentioned this several times in the movie. You're like. Why don't they just talk? I did. Why don't they just talk to each other? Okay, so so I'm glad you mentioned that because this would be such a, a tighter film running time wise <laughs> if they just sit down and talk. Can't they talk it out? So Have when when Lex Luthor gave his ultimatum to Superman and said in not so many words, "You have to go and give me the head of the bat, or Martha gets it," and then he you know he was determined to go there. And Ben Affleck wanted nothing to do with that. All he wanted to do was like basically stomp his face. And I kept saying to you, I was like, see, now this is where they lose me. And I think that probably this is why I am the least ideal watcher of this film because this is what everyone wants. They want the battle. They want the battle between Batman and Superman. Dude bros. Yeah. Dude bro v. Dude bro. I can't even say good versus evil. Like good versus kind of good. What do we need to talk about? Let's just punch each other in the face. I know. And I said to you, all I want for them right now is to kind of stop for like five seconds just long enough for Superman to be able to say, hey, they're going to kill my moms. I need your help. <laughs> That's really all I wanted. And I didn't get it. Until Batman was basically squishing his windpipe and he was like, save Martha. There were more dream sequences in this movie than Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what Nightmare on Elm Street is all about. I seriously, I was like, I don't know what's going on. This is like a dream within a dream. This is this is Inception with Batman and Superman mixed in. Seriously, when movies I'm were like, good. Where are they? they? Were worth watching. Who is that? <laughs> Chrissy's like trying to get me explain things the second time. I was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I just and I don't knew know. that you weren't even being like light, like you know, not wanting to meet 
not wanting to explain just, you know, oh, watch the movie. You'll find out. Ooh. I knew you weren't even like doing that to me. You just genuinely didn't know. But I got pretty good about picking up on the dream sequences after a while. I remember looking at you and going, dream. <laughs> and you didn't even have to. You just be like. But they have like 10 mm-hmm. minute long dream sequences. Yeah, they do. It's ridiculous. Not good dreams either. Oh. Sad the whole, the, How did Amy Adams get caught up in this? The whole movie, money. The whole movie <laughs> was a gigantic nightmare. They shot Jimmy Olsen in the head. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen in the head. Oh, God. Tell us how you really feel, Justin. You, you look so disappointed. It was just so sad. Your body language. I mean, if it could speak because your body is still under your chin. I was chin. like, this is like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull situation where I was just like, deflated like i was just like i was a, a a ripe juicy full football full of air at the top of the movie and it just slows you like <laughs> how did you not know going in that this was going to be your lot in life though <laughs> my lot in life yes my reaction or what are you talking about? How did you not know this this is going to be basically terrible going in? Because well, you read everything that there has ever been on the internet. Well, I, I actively didn't read reviews, but I saw headlines like, worst thing ever. Like, like kill yourself before you see it. I was <laughs> like, that's why, I, that's why I, I, I mean, I saw a basketball game right before it, but I drank a lot of beer because I was like. Well, you're not with the bros. Like, yeah, I was like, fuck it. It's like. <laughs> You didn't Superman want to be at all. Superman v, you know, Batman v Superman v my my liver basically with And who won booze. in the end, Justin? Um definitely um not my liver. <laughs> no. <laughs> no one won. No one won? No all one. losers in this one? I mean, you watched the movie. No, you know who won? What? Christopher Nolan and the producers because that movie made bank. Who? Which one? What this movie? This movie. Um well, it made a lot of movies at this time, it made a lot of money in the first week, and then it dropped 80% this week. Shut your face. 80%? 80%. They just, it basically fell off a cliff. You saw the movie. <laughs> I did. There are people out there who defend this movie. No. Who are that they? love... Are you listening? Because I, I want you to find us and, and, and send us a message. I'm all for, you know, you be you, you know. If you love this movie, that's that's great. I just don't get it. But I would actually love to talk to you. If you loved this movie, please, please, please send us a tweet at Justin Winters or at Chris Winters with a K because I am dying to find out who yeah. you are and what your argument is. I will is. talk to you on a future podcast about this because <laughs> I just don't understand it. I wanted to like it. I wanted to love it. But it just wasn't happening. Is there anything that what other than we talked about Ben Affleck? Hey, yeah, Ben Affleck was good, even though he was a straight up psychopath murderer and an idiot. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you really like? I mean, the special effects are always impressive, especially in these newer super. Oh, Wonder movies. Woman was in this movie. Oh yeah, and that was a surprise. Did you guys see her? She was like in there for like five five minutes i was really confused too because i kept asking you i'm like why is she what's special about her? And you're like well she's only been alive since 1918 <laughs> that's why it's special speaking like, of great performances chris pine everybody he was smoldering in that photo like how did that photograph even though it was digital just like melt off the screen basically it's chris pine for you his best performance i think that my my my, my voice drops like an octave when i talk about chris pine because it's like <laughs> chris pine <laughs> I don't know. I just really like Chris Pine. Well, me too. I thought he could give a great performance in that. I didn't know that you that were a, a fangirl for Chris Pine too. Well, we talked about Star, Star Trek, and we did. Yeah, but I didn't know that like you liked him, like me. Well, I mean, I don't want to like slobber all over his face, but <laughs> I did have a beer with him. What you... Did wasn't he in in line with me at M Cafe once? And yes, you pointed him out. Yes. I never noticed anybody. That's a thing about this, by the way. So we I, have, like my finger was like that far from his face. We I'm have like, all these there's Chris Pine. We have all these movies that I've never seen that Justin has. And as a consequence of that, whenever we go pretty much anywhere, well, maybe not anywhere now that we live in the valley, but back in the day. We go anywhere and Justin sees people and he points them out constantly, like, hey, there's so and so. And I never see anybody. I never understand. I never know who anybody is. Jared Leto close like 
really like clo- uncomfortably close talked me at M Cafe that one time. Did he really? Yeah. What did he talk to you about? I don't remember. I just remember him being uncomfortably close. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And and you know who else is uncomfortably Jared close Leto. when he talks to you? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, Jeff Goldblum. I miss that guy. Anyway, back on track. <laughs> so wait, was there anything? So Wonder Woman, did you care? No, did you, didn't care. You know how I knew she when she was in the movie? How? Her theme music. Did you hear it? No, I didn't notice. It was like this. Totally Led Zeppelin. That's really funny. I think at that point I was struggling so hard to stay awake that you could have told me that anything was playing in the background. You could have told me the My Little Pony theme was playing in the background and I would have been like, what? What? Who? This is going to be really hard to watch movies because... <laughs> you straight up can't stay awake. Hey, no, I'm telling you, get me in front of a movie that's good and I will stay awake. I was like, so, okay, we'll go quick. Batman, good. Psychopath, like a different, totally different Batman, but good. Yeah. like it was good. Good performance. What else was good? Like I said, the special effects are always good in these newer superhero movies. What special effects? The fight scenes. The, so like the Batmobile kind of blowing up and face. no, you know the the kung fu stuff, all all of that. That stuff. one scene with Batman, like beat, like straight up murdering all those guys while trying to save Martha, one yeah, of the Marthas. That was pretty good. That was probably the best scene. Right. The end. I was just like, who is this? Who is this shit monster? Like Doomsday so shit monster. It looks like somebody shit Why on your childhood. Why is so dark? Where are they? Like again, they're like not in the city. They're like in some like they're in the Bermuda Triangle between Metropolis and Gotham. I mean, I never knew that they were this next door to each other. It's like being off the fifteen freeway going to Vegas. They're in one of those little blips of a town. So yeah, that whole the whole fight at the end. I was just like, what is going? And then look how sad, sad, sad Ben Affleck was at the very end when, when. Why aren't they talking to each other? Can't they like pitch in and then make this happen? Right. But the very, very end when we lost um, Henry. <gasps> I know. Spoiler. Well, come on. The whole thing has been a spoiler at this point. Can you believe? I was like, we just met this Superman. Yeah. He's such an asshole. Gone and now he's dead. Soon. Like, I hope he comes back like nicer. And like less, I don't know. Do you bleed? <laughs> We're going to find out. No, you will. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Oh, so Ben Affleck, special effects. Yeah. Even though I say, I'm and like, here's the thing, if I you like- can't see them. Are they really special? I like Amy Adams so in pretty dark. much everything she does. So this is just another day for me to like Amy Adams. Although I'm so sad she got stuck in this movie. Well, the the women in this movie. I mean, her, Superman's mom. Like they're always like getting kidnapped, and you know, why was Superman? Don't mom you know even women can't fight working? for themselves? Can, can, <gasps> can't Superman get his mom like? Blech. A better life than still like waitressing at some podunk diner or something. You would think. Maybe she just wants to, like she's like I gotta keep this up. Like a guy's, huh? Like a guy's, a guy's. Yes. <laughs> no, maybe she just likes it. And, like she's like one like down home. No, country no. And she just come on. You you Superman might is like what you might like. No, he's that's right. He's an asshole. He's like you know screw mom. Like she's gotta earn her keep. Right. That's why she gets kidnapped. She's out in the middle of, like, you know, nowhere. You mean Superman's mom? Yeah. Okay. He's a Batman. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So I was like, she's dead. Remember? She's still dead. They hit us over the head with that Pearls. One. Dead. Pearls. In the beginning credits, I was like, all right, well, if we're going to do this, let's get this out of the way early. Oh, yeah. Let's be real sad right up front. Anyway. Oh, man. So nothing good. Everything else is bad. Again, Superman, that's not, it's not Superman. That's basically, and I foreshadowed this earlier. The best imagine thing. Imagine a to, little kid watching this movie. No, don't. That's a bad idea. Uh, imagine a little kid. <laughs> don't let a little kid watch this movie. I saw Superman when I was like, what, six or seven? I saw Batman, the first one we watched, when I was, it was on my ninth birthday. I can't imagine a seven or nine year old kid watching this movie. No, they can't. That's what I was just 
trying they, to get at? What do you mean? They can. Well, they shouldn't. They legally can. What do you mean they legally can? It's not PG. It's PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's 13, not seven or nine. Yeah. Even so, you know, uh, we... And, a, and we are not big proponents of... There's a naked bathtub scene in this movie. Oh, yeah, there are. I was well, like, we're going to see a- Amy's Adams. Oh, boy. <laughs> Her Adam's apple? I would argue that we are relatively liberal when it comes to MPAA ratings, considering that I let Brooklyn watch a good portion of Speed. But that being said... I mean, that's a classic. It so. is a classic, and she loves it. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Keanu Reeves on the bus. I don't give her different bus. nightmares than this one. Yeah. But this one straight up is going to give kids nightmares. Yeah, this one's not a good plan. Don't like, let your why? kids watch it. Like, Superman's a bad man. So, okay, grade grading scale A, B, C, D, F. What do you give this feature? Oh, God. Come on. I would say, like... D minus D plus range. I was with me. you on that. My original idea was to say C pl- C plus. What am I saying? C minus. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, but there are certain C plus movies I'd probably watch again, like Gremlins. I'd watch that again, but I would not watch this again. They so it has to be a the Justice League on tape. It was really confusing, by the way. On tape, different forms of tape. Like where somebody was sleuthing to find these tapes to put them on, you know, put them on these screens. <laughs> I was like, well, that's one way to do this on tape. So there it is. I'm sad to say we have D plus in the can for me. C minus D plus for you. And it's a shame because this is or should have been a, a great big summer sort of blockbuster movie. And it disappointed. Speaking of things that disappoint. I'd like to take us back in time for a hot second. So we've, this is what, episode 115? You would know better than I. Why are we still doing this? (laughs) Why did we reboot this? It's more of the same schlock. Uh, Well, if you had listened to previous podcasts, perhaps you were asking yourself the same question. Because after we had basically decided on a whim... Uh, of fancy to bring this back and you know next thing we know here we are with some very fancy microphones in an unfancy closet we decided to look at our own reviews on itunes hint never read your own press or own reviews it's very sad and disheartening some people really like us justin do you want the good news first no just give me the bad news no you need some good news after that depressing clunker this of a movie is so self-serving it is but like things like, hey, you have great chemistry. Kinda, it's I fun. Can, I kind of agree with the bad reviews. Like, sure. Okay. But this is my favorite of Are the- Are paid for this? <laughs> right. Of the less than stellar uh, of the reviews. I like the story behind this, being a movie geek myself and having a girlfriend that's not quite as geeky. But this is like watching someone else's home videos where they think it's so funny, but we're not all in on the joke. I just got bored after three episodes of films that I love. I've never heard a podcast get so sidetracked. It's like having your girlfriend on the phone and you're not really listening and you're just kind of responding. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. And even if you're not listening, you can come back to the conversation and know exactly what they were talking about. Very predictable. It might be entertaining if I knew the hosts. Listen to Now Playing or The Projection Booth. I agree with everything he just said. Thank you, Pumpkinhead1138. <laughs> can, can we like... Can we like his iTunes Yeah, is that is that weird? Like, because I don't disagree with anything he said to be or she. Am I making you listen to this? No, no. It would be more fun if you knew us in real life. We're not going to lie. We, I mean, we expect five to ten listeners. We so. always joke, but it wasn't really a joke. We had like six. I think it was the six was the number said all six of you. Now maybe it's been a few years, so maybe like three. If you want to send hate Mom. tweets or suggestions for future movies. Feel free. If you don't, uh, whatever. Fuck off. I don't guess. Oh, no. Don't fuck off. <laughs> you have a very happy life, sir or madam. I love everyone. Seriously. Yes. And if if we're not your <laughs> cup of tea, we get, we get it. Sometimes we're not each other's cup of tea. No. This is literally just a reason to do two of our favorite things more. Watching movies for one of us and talking for the other. So... I've talked to you more in the last however long it's been that I think we've talked in weeks. Kids are hard, man. Yeah, they are. They're really hard. Like, <laughs> they're, 
I highly. Careful. This is going to be a sidetrack of how kids are hard. I highly recommend, you know, having kids. But they're hard, man. They're hard. <laughs> they're hard. You don't get to watch movies anymore. Or sleep. Anyway. Or eat. So we watched shower. two old movies that Chrissy had never seen. Batman and Superman. Yes. Chrissy, which one did you would, would you like to talk about first? Superman. Because we harped a lot on Batman just a minute ago. So let's talk about, a little bit about Superman. We harped about everything. I oh, know we did. Okay. Superman? Superman. Go ahead. Man of Steel. Man of... This is Superman. Yes. OG. It well, is. Not the OG. There were... This is the one when I think of Superman, I think, okay, Superman. Wait a minute. There's something that's that is prior to this that's better or Wasn't that people know about? I'm not a huge Superman, like Superman outside of the like movies. I didn't even read the comics. Where is our kid. Superman obsessed friend Justin Marshall when you need him? He knows everything about Superman. We need to know. Do we really need to know? I Maybe not. What did you think of this movie? I like that it was trippy. I... Okay, so I usually don't watch movies that were made before I was born, unless they're super classic movies like Casablanca. But so lame. And whatever. I, I just grew up with a lot of TV, but not a ton of movies. Your so, favorite? Ugh, what? What? You love glitter? And... I don't love glitter. I just have a thing for Mariah Carey. <laughs> okay, but keep anyway, going, sorry. it's fine. So I I went into this a little tired from Batman, to be honest with you. Like. Batman, we'll get into, but I was like, okay, so another one. Like, all right, rally, Chris. Why does it take me four nights to watch one movie? <laughs> Kids, um, let's rally and watch this movie. So we turn it on, and right away, it becomes like this acid trip of being on another planet, and everyone's dressed really funny, and there are like these loops holding people together, and like trippy music, or it's not even music, but sound effects, I guess. It's Krypton. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They don't that's, even call it Krypton. They call it Krypton. <laughs> no, Marlon Brando is the one that's like, Krypton. Yeah, the whole time. And I was like, so wait a minute. This whole time I've been calling it Krypton? I'm so confused. But right away, so I was sucked into that. I love sci-fi. And moreover, I love uh, trippy things like those from <laughs> way back in the day. I love trippy things. I do. I love when things get trippy and weird. So it had me for being trippy and weird pretty much off the bat. Um, not that I understood what was going on, and I definitely had a lot of, Justin, who is that? Or what does that mean? Or why are they sending the baby away on a Christmas ornament into the outer space? <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is the baby growing into a toddler? How is it not eating? Did they send a feeding tube up for that baby? I'm very confused. So there were not things that I understood, but I liked it. But really, though, why did they send the baby off on a Christmas ornament? And why did it grow without food? And I don't understand. Superman, just just go with it. I have a really hard time with suspension of disbelief. I know. Well, and you preface this all by being like, I really love sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> I do love sci-fi. I also want to believe it. So you better give me a good reason to believe in the sci-fi. Contact is a really good um, uh, version, or what am I saying? Um, not version. Uh, come on, example of this sci-fi. But well explained. <laughs> so basically, I guess I wanted Superman to be a little realistic. more in contact. Yeah. However, um, I really enjoyed it. I overall as a movie, I really enjoyed it. It's a great movie, right? It is. It was surprisingly good to me. Now compare compare contrast the Superman's. There's a big difference there. Oh, I take Christopher Reeve any day of the week. Sorry, Henry Cavill. I mean, you were serviceable, but I'll take Christopher. You, should, Reeve. you just want to give Christopher Reeve a hug. Where like yes. Henry Cavill is gonna like choke you to death. Basically. Yeah, like I was afraid for my life with Henry Cavill. Like, like hot guy might kill you. Mopey murderer. But I mean, look you. at the way Christopher Reeve flies with one hand out, like he's waving at the universe. Like he's not gonna kill anybody. So we had to take a time out in the middle <laughs> of this movie because Chrissy's like, why is he putting his hands like? Why is Superman putting his hands like that when he's flying? <laughs> and I'm like, what did you want? I'm like, did you want? him to fly with like his hands tightly his tightly to his side or something like not only is that gonna look weird but it's gonna be awkward for him i didn't understand the you gotta slice the air i just didn't understand the logistics of it because clearly superman can fly on his own accord he doesn't need to have his arms outstretched in front of him as if to say hey look ma i can fly it looks cool does it though 
ask your daughter. She wants to do it every night. Well, Brooklyn is three. (laughs) But that's how iconic that pose is of Superman flying through the air. At least this Superman. But Brooklyn's also never seen Superman. Other Superman wants to murder the air. <laughs> like he can't even like start off like like launch off the ground without creating a huge crater, like killing, you know. Major. Right. Do you know what the do you know what the hardest time I had with this particular version of Superman was? The the, the new one? Yes. No, 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 I'm sorry. The uh the original. OG. What? It wasn't with Superman himself or the setup or the storytelling. Or the crazy 70s, and I'm putting this in air quotes, special effects. It was Lois Lane. You didn't like Lois Lane? I had a hard time with Lois Lane. I love Lois Lane. (gasps) What? Especially compared to Amy Adams or, you know. Well, again. I'm not talking about the, I'm talking about the character here more than the act. Although I love Margot you know, kidders. No, I like Margot as, as an actress as well. She didn't like the character of Lois Lane in this movie. Why not? I, I because she couldn't spell. Well, it was a little bit of that. Like, first of all, how do you get to be a journalist and you can't spell? I'm sorry. One of us here went to journalism school. Actually, both of us went to journalism school. And I'm thinking that just wouldn't fly. You don't get a job at a major paper without being able to spell basic words. Well, okay. So Margot Kidder's Lois Lane couldn't spell. Amy Adams' Lois Lane. She somehow lands. She's a journalist. She lands in Africa somewhere to interview apparently a terrorist and she walks up to him and says i don't know you said it no she's like so are you a terrorist (laughs) that's her opening question are you a terrorist no wonder jimmy olsen gets murdered right there the guy's just like that's your opening question right but this version of so you're a terrorist in in the 70s version of superman i i get it it was a different time arguably I keep saying that, but a more misogynistic time. Didn't like her, like chiffon, like nightgown. I actually dug the, the chiffon nightgown. In. I dug it, but but what I didn't dig, dig yo, was how I just at every turn she was. I don't know. It was just she needed she needed to be saved. She didn't know what she was doing at her job. She wasn't very good at it. It would seem just to, there was not because she doesn't know how to spell. She was disorganized. I don't know. Like I just had a hard time with it in general. And 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 by the way, when I'm spewing this like little splatter of hate on the movie, I'm not even splattering it at Lois Lane because she can't help how she is. Splatter anything? I'm splattering. (laughs) That's gross. A little bit gross. I'm splattering it on. I guess the time and the filmmakers. I think she. You know. She was sassy to you. I thought she was under the thumb of the man, and that bothered me. Under the thumb of the man. She was. Who's the man in this movie? Superman. Well, that and whoever. I thought her they were very. Was. They had very great chemistry together. They did have good chemistry. I didn't mean it like that, but I mean, this was before I guess the generation of sisters doing them doing it for themselves, and so I just had a hard she time had, with that. She's a. Outside of this whole spelling thing, you know, <laughs> she she was a journalist. She had a job. She seemed to be. You know, yeah, she had a job and she was a journalist, but it seemed to be more like a oh, she's so cute, let's pat her on the head and give her a job sort of thing, as opposed to deserved. Well, she straight up almost died and then did die basically at the end, mm-hmm. like that helicopter scene. And yeah. you know, by the way, that, her dying, like I think it really disturbed me as a kid. Like, I was like, well, it's because you love her apparently, and you you probably couldn't handle that. <laughs> Not Lois Lane. Well, I'm sorry I didn't splatter her with all my hate like you. <laughs> Jeez. No, again, not her. Just the circumstances that she was in, and that were then told to us. What the the Lois Lane, uh, Amy Adams, Lois Lane character did wasn't doing. You know, she kicked again, a little more ass. Her opening. Who, whose ass did she kick? I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. Oh 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 oh. Oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh. Justin Whose has, ass did she kick? Wait, you have the loudest sneeze of, I think, anyone I've ever met in my whole life. I'm a big guy. What do you what, what do you want from me? I want you to go pew. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. So what, what do you, what, what now? You said Lois Lane, uh, Amy M's Lois Lane kicked ass. 
I just felt like she was more in charge of herself. At the end of that movie, yeah, she found the kryptonite spear. Mm-hmm. What does she do with it? She just like throws it in the water. Yeah, that was probably reckless. <laughs> but throughout, she did more running. She could have 12 <laughs> choices of where to throw that kryptonite spear. And I assume... Just in the wa- like in the dirty like b- toilet water from this weird I don't know where they were non swampy swamp would be one of the last ones but nope she just like chucks it in there but she did more and she almost like I say this tongue in cheek but she did more running she did more traveling for her assignments I feel like she was just on it I don't know I just got the impression she was more on it uh, so I I like this movie a lot as a kid because Christopher Reeve was awesome. He you just know. he he's great as Superman and Clark Kent like yes. equally, like. And there's a clear division of the characters too, which I enjoyed. Um, I I like this Lois Lane. Um, no, but nobody beats Gene Wild, not Gene Wilder, <laughs> Gene Hackman. <laughs> um, Apparently, Willy Wonka made a guest appearance in this movie for me. I like Gene Hackman a lot. I love the, Gene the best, Hackman. The best Lex Luthor. Although, I love the first, like... I love how simple his ploy was. I love the first, like, hour of this movie. Like, first hour, hour and a half. Um, and then, like, the, the second part of the movie is, like, a whole different movie with, like, him. and like his, It is. His bumbling, like, assistant Otis and that... The hot, hot... Uh, Tessa Mocker, that woman, where you're like, who is that? I'm like... Oh, Yeah. Boobs. Boobs. We, could, we just called her boobs. 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 I enjoyed and, and her quite cool a bit. cool underground layer under Park Avenue or wherever. Yeah. It was nice. In Grand Central, it looked like. Um, yeah, Gene Hackman for the win. He needs to do more things. The last thing I remember him doing, to be honest with you, is Quick in the Dead. Uh, I think he's of, like officially retired, basically. No. Yeah. Come on, Gene. Sad. Bust out quick in the dead part two. Be- but is it better, you know, just to like once you're once you're like just cash in on your chips, you're like, I'm done. No, you know? do you know what I've decided I want you, right now instead of Batman like- v Superman? Gene Wilder v Gene Hackman. Make this happen, Hollywood. Make it happen. Are they playing themselves, just fighting each other? Are they superheroes? But they're not. No, they're too old to fight each other now. Are they they're old like Superman and old. They're basically playing Batman. shuffleboard, like. That's the V part. They're not fighting. That sounds like a great idea for a feature film. I would watch the <laughs> shit out of that. Okay, so Superman, I'm going to go ahead and give it. I'm going to give it a high rating. I'm going to give it an A minus. I liked it. Were you bothered by the fact that Superman could let you know Lois Lane could die, but Superman could just travel around the Earth really fast and just reverse time? Oh, yeah. That was a little bit funky to me. I almost forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up because that might bump my rating down to a B+. Plus. <laughs> you were very upset by that. I remember that. And I was like, what the? That's bullshit, that- <laughs> Superman. That's bullshit. I mean, why aren't you doing that for everyone disbelief. now? You're going to be like spinning this earth so fast. like. I remember looking at you and going, what is he doing? <laughs> and you were like. He's reversing time. If I could turn back time. Did I say that? If I could save Lois Lane. <laughs> no, I said that, but still. I love that song. Yeah, I know you do. You're welcome. <laughs> but. Wasn't that the one where she was like on a, like a Navy boat? Yes. And like garters and it was, stuff? It was, it was Cher and like the in fleet. in her lingerie. Yes. <laughs> Navy guys were and like. And do you know what I remember about that lingerie? This the- is the best day. I remember it fishnets leather and I remember it being so high up her hip bone. It was like basically the letter V on crack. Speaking of people who should be in more movies, share burlesque burlesque. <sighs> Amazing. Um, so Lex Luthor good. So yeah, like these are like uh, Superman, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, all like the iconic OG. Like when I think of these characters, I think of them. So, so. what is your grade, sir? Whew. I'd have to say like an A minus. Ooh, we're twinsies tonight. Iconic movie. I know. So then that means we got to move on to Batman. (laughs) I am Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Had to get that out of my system. That was a fantastic uh, impression. Thanks. Okay. 
Michael Keaton. So for years, I've heard people say before seeing this movie, Michael Keaton is my Batman, yo. Like Best Batman ever. So a lot of people say that. And having not seen it, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, say, okay. Are you going to splatter him? <laughs> I'm not splattering anybody. But. Go ahead. When I saw him first as Bruce Wayne, not with the mask on, as Bruce Wayne, with kind of the curly, curly, I don't know what you would call it, Jerry Curl sort of thing going on, but, but very tight. <laughs> and the wire rim glasses. Yeah. There was a part of me that's like, this is Batman? Wait, wait, hold on. This is Batman? For real? So, again, with the suspension of disbelief, I guess, I I had to kind of put my game face on and be like, no, this is going to be Batman and he's going to be great. Like, just wait. He's going to put on the mask. He's going to be great. And then he did and he is great as Batman. I enjoyed him less as Bruce Wayne. Okay, why? Maybe my lens is a little bit colored by the the tortured performance of um, uh, Christian Bale. But this was such a light Batman, which I enjoyed on one hand, but on the other hand, I was like, Where's the anguish over your parents dying? Like, where's the, this is why you turn to this sort of like, I don't know. I guess this was pre the dark years. Really? I always thought Kishibo was kind of a boring Bruce Wayne. Really? Yeah. So who do you prefer? George Clooney? No, I prefer Michael Keaton. <laughs> I started this off by saying best Batman ever. I know you did. No, I see he's kind of like a super, like the previous Superman where it was like great, great Bruce Wayne, great Batman that are, seem like two different flip sides of the coin. They're like Christian Bell's Batman and his Bruce Wayne were kind of samey, like just a no, different the, uh, turn of voice. But in a way I kind of enjoyed that. I well, don't this, want to split this personality. Batman's kind of like eccentric. He, you know, eccentric he's, is good. Yeah. He, he seems kind of, uh, on the edge. Um, I think you're right. I, it, where's that? There's that whole part where he was like, let's get crazy. <laughs> Wait, this, he did play Beetlejuice right in front of this. So. <laughs> he did. It's true. Good um, point. He um he unluckily is the the Batman that was saddled with wearing like it's like just one huge piece of rubber that just doesn't move like he can move less than I can stuck in this closet <laughs> in his Batman suit like he he basically comes down on a rope he he like looks at someone and then he goes back up he can't like even look to the side and you know what to be or, honest with you I really appreciated the simplicity of the stunt work in this movie. It was still inspiring. Like you still were like, yeah, what's going to happen? This is great. I'm, it has my attention. But it wasn't like, boom, crash, blow well, you up. You never got lost. You're never like, what's going on? It's like, yes. oh, I know exactly what's going on because he, he can't move. Um, <laughs> so based on the costume choices. But the whole the whole look of the movie is like more closer to a little more com- noir. comic strip looking. Yes. And it's, you know. No, I appreciated the film noirness of it, and and uh, like I said, I really enjoyed the the simple stunt work and the simple special effects, and it didn't go too crazy. It didn't jump the shark, and I really like that about this movie overall. Pretty much with everything, all the themes actually. The Joker, yes, Jack Nicholson. Your thoughts? Okay, um, I don't want to impugn Jack Nicholson's performance because I think that it's very good. Uh, I prefer Heath Ledger. Okay. I just do. It's more of a preference thing than this is good, this is bad, because they're both good. Mm-hmm. I just happen to prefer the the crazy, The nihilistic, you know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There was more beef to him. Okay. Whereas this guy was just kind of crazy. Just crazy. I, I mean, like... bad things happened to him and he was crazy. I like them both. Do you have a preference? Um, it's hard. They're just totally do, two different jokers. They are. I like that this one was kind of like, he's very theatrical. Agreed. You know. But almost a caricature. A caricature? Don't you, don't you see like some of the things he did? It felt like, yes, he was putting on clown face, but then he was actually clowning around as opposed to putting on clown face and being like a really fucking scary clown like Heath Ledger was. <laughs> Difference. Like this clown that like I almost didn't take the way it seriously you're emphasizing sometimes. The clown the like the clown version of this I'm like 
you're thinking it's like it and like <laughs> like, like pull some, well, you know pull some little kid's arm off into the sewer or something. No, there were times when I didn't – I mean I did, but I didn't take Jack Nich- Nicholson as seriously. Like you knew in a second he was about to murder somebody and that was the crazy part and that's what made it interesting. But leading up to it, he was laughing and like I get it, he's being nuts. But you know, oh, like I don't take the it quite as seriously. The guy carries his own soundtrack everywhere with yeah. the boombox and – yeah, back in the day, dance. you're right. That wasn't an MP3 iPod. That was a full on job. It was an operation with that boombox. There is a Prince soundtrack in this movie. Oh my god, I can't believe. Nine years old for my birthday, I went to see this movie in the theater, and there's a print, tons of Prince songs in a Batman movie. Sounds like you're saying Prince, by the way, like P R I N T S S, but you're saying. Prince, as in the artist formerly known as Prince. Rain. Is that how it goes? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love Purple Rain, you guys. I know you do. It's such, your jam. Such a good movie. You love that movie. Did you, you like, had me watch it for the podcast? Did you like it? So, what did you like the Prince soundtrack? Was it kind of weird? Do uh, <laughs> I mean, certain movies stand the test of time, regardless of. Hair and makeup and soundtrack. So you weren't able to. I'm surprised that she loves Prince. Yeah, no, she did not take me to see this when I was six. You know what she took me to see when I was six? Bambi. That's what she took me to see when I was six. (laughs) Oh, man. We had a slightly different upbringing. So, yes, there are certain things that certainly date this movie, like pretty much everything Kim Basinger wears. Oh, she's she's hot. I, I love Kim Basinger, but this, her character was just, ugh. I couldn't take it. She was she was a stalker. Yes. Speaking of Sleepless in Seattle, your favorite movie. <laughs> it's not. She was a stalker in this movie. Basically, she showed up. She's like, I'm an award-winning photographer. Here's some pictures of, um, you know. Let's talk about Vicky for a second. War-torn country. Bomb, like ter- Her pictures aren't that good. I and agree with. Like, I've come here to take pictures of the bat. I and agree with Jack Nicholson, really... by the way. When he was like, this is crap, this is crap, this is crap. Oh, this one's okay. This is crap. Going through her so portfolio. she meets a billionaire, sleeps with him on the first date, and then he's like, text you later, and she's like, but I'm going to stalk you now. First of all, can I just say, for all women's lib here, nothing wrong with sleeping with somebody on the first date no, if you really want to do that. You do you. Yeah. But, but don't become a crazy person right after that. I Yeah, and this was another one of those. She screams. During 75% of the movie. She does. And another one of those female journalists who looks like they just got caught up in this because they wore glasses. Her character makes Margot Kidder look like Maya Angelou. (laughs) Oh, man. I I had a Feminist icon. Yeah. I understand where you're going with that. I had another hard time with her. I just love splattered all of her. You love splattered? Oh, please don't love splatter over anybody. Present company included. No, we're good. Keep your love splatter to yourself, please, for all the listeners. <laughs> you had to make it gross. Well, you're in a closet talking about your love splatter. I mean, where else was I supposed to take it? <laughs> so Episode one in the can. <laughs> she sucked. Yeah, she's probably the worst part about this movie. And she's so pretty. You know, it's just... She's so pretty. I, I say that because... So I say that because I feel like that was her redeeming quality and that sucks because i don't want to say that about any woman in a movie i want them to be strong i want them to be fierce she was neither and so all i can really say about her is that she was pretty and that makes me sad so she was the worst part loved you know it's it's a weird movie in places it is a little bit weird sometimes but i like you know but it's a good movie i like weird so but can you this think was of a- such a huge movie to me like huge you know can you think of a batman movie that isn't weird in places they're all weird at some point but this you know this kind of set the mold i guess so yeah so it's okay to be weird start here and just be weird from here on out so now you have to see the second one you haven't even seen so you haven't seen george clooney batman no val kilmer batman no although i know a lot about that one from the music video of kiss from a rose (sighs) speaking of great soundtrack songs I've been kissed by a rose on the gray. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I should remember one of my favorite parts of uh, the Batman in the new movie, Batman v Superman, that to get into his lair or uh, Batman's lair, he has to like hit a ramp and like jump into like. Oh, yeah. The whole the water. I was like, of course, he's got to like jump a ramp to. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't just, you know, walk. Dude, so dude, bro. Dude, bro, did you see that rat man go right to Batman's lair? That was wicked. So anything else about Batman, the movie? I feel you, like... You really didn't care about watching this as a kid. Everybody's like, you gotta watch Batman. You're like, I just think that it's, it's interesting that, and we're going back to Jack Nicholson's performance for a hot second, but given that, you know, he was, he was so, you know, like crazy kind of light about everything, that the things he was actually doing were frightening and awful and horrible and terrifying. Like, he was throwing acid on people's faces and disfiguring them. And like he's chasing around convincing her with this he's flower. Defacing art. That one was pretty funny. I enjoyed the defacing art. Banksing up that you know Yeah, I was like, hey, Jack Nicholson, exit through the gift gift shop. But he was trying to like basically wreck Kim Basinger's face, but he did it in such a lighthearted way that it made it crazy and kind of awesome. You know what I mean? He's Poisoning people with gas from large balloons. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing money. Yes. Out into the crowd. Indeed. That was a good one. People yeah. would have you seen Walmart and Porter Ranch on Christmas Eve? <laughs> do that do that now, Batman. Or they, they Jack Nicholson. Wait, they do that there? <laughs> <laughs> Which part? Poison gas balloons? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just the craziness that ensues when people think they can ha- have some money, save some money. Speaking of, we've been poisoned by gas. By, by who, Maggie? No, by uh, <laughs> the gas leak nearby. Oh, our dog is nearby and her name is Maggie. So I was assuming he meant like our dog was just having a gassy night. But never mind. You're talking about the gas leak, the real gas leak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we live crazy close to Porter Ranch, you guys, and we're still alive. Sound really good. We're dying. We are. We might be. Justin might have a parathyroid problem. Sue, Sue, what? Yeah, they're like Sue. Our dog definitely has a parathyroid problem. Justin's looking at me like I'm crazy and he's going to give me a parathyroid problem. (laughs) Uh, So, Batman. Yes. What would you give Batman? Which one did you like better? Uh, Is that even a question? Superman. Oh, I think like Batman versus Batman v Superman. Sorry. No, we obviously, we're <laughs> in agreement. That's that why that I looked the, at you like, what? That is the worst of the lot. Yeah, no. Um, I believe I probably, if I had to watch one of them again, would pick Superman. Yeah? Is probably. it close? Yes. You yes. weren't offended by either one. No, I'd probably give this a B plus or a B. You glad, you're glad you watched them finally. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Would you want to watch the... The next ones, or you don't care. Mm. That's fine. If they were on TV, I'm just I like, would. Did they interest you enough that you're like, I want to see where this goes? If they were on TV, I would watch them. I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch them. <laughs> like if I were flipping and it was on HBO, I'd go, Oh yeah, and then I'd watch them. You're like, I wouldn't take like five nights to yes. finish this. I mean, and I think that's fair. Who would take five nights to finish this? Anyone listening out there, if you're like, yep, I want to watch Batman for five days straight. Batman v Superman is 25 hours long. <laughs> and there's a director's cut coming when it comes to... What? Yeah, 30 more minutes. Can you imagine? More dream that. sequences. Oh, no. More murder. You thought Titanic was long. This was long. More, you know, testosterone and angst more talking about wait a minute womp, your womp. mom's your mom's oh, name is Martha shit. too are we best friends <laughs> totally step oh, that man. scene yep a little bit lols lols so Justin what is the future of this podcast what does it hold let's leave the <laughs> the, the the listeners with hope what is the hope that we can kind of keep it up that's well, the hope kind of or will keep it up i'm dedicated you know you bought li- expensive l- microphones to, we had better talk, keep it up talk to rip van winkle over here 
about <laughs> staying awake. Mr. Sandman. Yes. Our son loves that song, by the way. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, we are back. Yeah. We will watch better movies. <laughs> Batman and Superman were good. We might not always watch three movies, by the way. No, we're not. This is, no, no. No, no. One, no. maybe two. Yeah. And we're going to do this hopefully on the 1st and 15th of every month. Yeah, this one's coming out late because... I had a day. We, a couple of days at least. But. <laughs> By the time we throw this thing together. But seriously, um, yeah, follow us on Twitter if you're not. If, if you like us, if you hate us, you can follow us too, I guess. But, <laughs> like, We really appreciate pretty much any feedback. Just to know that there are at least three of you listening. We like movies. We like talking about movies. Um, We've we, been together 12 years and still like each other. You have suggestions. Um, for movies, yeah, for how we can, you know, stay awake, entertain you better. Yeah, I want to know how we <laughs> leave can us be an more iTunes comment. Sure, you should leave us an iTunes comment or um, update your original. <laughs> um, tell us we suck. No, don't tell us we suck. <laughs> I mean, if you have to, you do what you have to do, but. Anyway, the plan for the next podcast is um, Star Wars The Force Awakens. (gasps) No. Chrissy has seen like 30% of the Star Wars movies. It's kind of hard to pin her down on what she's seen and what she hasn't. This is like one of those where I'm like, I've seen that one once in high school in the theater. I might have fallen asleep. It would take forever to watch them all. Um. So we're just going to reboot the reboot and just make her watch Force Awakens. It's... I mean, I'm familiar with who everybody is So in terms of the older movies, so it shouldn't be too hard. Plus, then... we have all the little golden books, and those will help me. <laughs> Our daughter watches the, the Lego Star Wars. and That helps until Rebe- there's an inside Star joke Wars that I don't Rebels. get. Whenever there's an inside joke on those Lego Star Wars shows on Disney, I'm like, what does that mean? I don't understand. Anyway, we will do that next. Anyway, uh, Thanks, guys. It's been a fun hour. Yay. Bye-bye.